Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Are you sure you're recording, Ben? I'm definitely recording. Because in honour of Jordan, we should have at least five-minute chat now as to whether you are recording. I'm recording. My name is not Jordan. My name is producer Ben. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Normally, this podcast is where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. But we're not in normal times as my best friend and regular co-host, Jordan North, is currently in a derelict Welsh castle on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So throughout his journey on ITV Primetime, I'll be coming at you daily with a special podcast to help you keep up to date with everything our northern friend gets up to. You should know by now that I'm William Hanson. I'm more Prince of Wales, whereas Jordan's more Castle in Wales. In this podcast, I may not have Jordan with me, but that doesn't mean I'm alone elbowing his way up to the mic like an unwanted and uninvited guest at a very exclusive and luxury party, we have producer Ben. Hi, guys. <laughs> you you are trying... I can see what you're trying to do here. You are trying to condition our and divas into thinking that you have more energy than perhaps you have been given credit for over the years. Well, I mean, I've been, give- I've been given a... A boring voice, which has now been curtailed. People are calling it gorgeous. People are calling it lovely. People are calling it boring still, probably, but not tweeting about it. Um, but yes, one thing I need to pick up on how you say things before we get going is how you say, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, um, which is in reference to a, a diphthong, I believe. Correct. Well done. You were listening to our, our special elocution episode we did uh, in series five. Yeah, see, I cannot help... But whenever I'm a celebrity, get me out of here starts is Anton Deck will always shout it here. And I had to do it. And 
I got a bit of a slap um, for shouting it too loud, but um, which is a theme because I keep on screaming quite loud. But um, G and Divas, take note of how William says, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, and don't copy him as I am doing now for some reason. Yes, and well, look, you're you're emulating the, the the person that you talk to. That's why I had to have elocution in the first place because I started speaking like Jordan. <laughs> I was speaking to him too much. I'm I mean, probably by the end of the next three weeks, Ben, I'll probably start speaking like you. Heaven help us all. Anyway, coming up, I'll be chatting to the mothership herself, Wendy North, the woman who created the hurling monster that we saw on television last night. Yes, Jordan's mother will be joining me to talk about how she feels about her son being on I'm a Celebrity. Three tips. Stay warm, stay safe and stay in because my new kitchen needs you. That is coming up later and for those who may not have heard Help I Sex to My Boss before, we usually start every episode with a wonderful gin and debonnet, a drink favoured by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth and indeed spotted in an episode from the new series of The Crown which dropped on Netflix this weekend. It was a very big day of TV viewing in our house. Um, Producer Ben, you usually remain sober throughout our podcast, but today, do you have the D? Yes, I do have the D with me. I'm opening it. Oh, is that in a luxury pre-mix bottle that you can order from our website at any time? Yes, sexwithmyboss.com slash buy the D. Made by the bottle bartender, uh, and it is actually very nice. The reason why I remain sober, I would, I would obviously want to get drunk, as William and Jordan do, um, during the recordings of the podcast normally, but one, it's my job, and I take my job very seriously, unlike those two. And two, I don't normally like the flavour of gin and bonnets, but with these pre-mixed bottles, I absolutely love it. So, as Jordan likes to do... And you are, you genuinely aren't just saying that. Ben has actually texted me saying that they are, they are no, very I, nice. No, I wouldn't just say They're, it. You can just pop them in the fridge, pour it in a glass... And we are not clinking because we're recording remotely, uh, but also we wouldn't anyway because it's common. Um, we normally vacillate as to who to toast. There needs to be no vacillation now. We can toast to our dear friend, Jordan. To Jordan. Let's, let's go back to the opening titles. And there, up he popped in some giant letter, winking at the camera. Now, he did tell me before he uh, he went off into the remoteness that we call Wales that he was all the things that he was asked to do to do those opening titles. He was asked to, to do a little fake record scratch, which apparently he refused to do, thank heavens. But in hindsight, I wonder if the record scratch might have been less cringe than the wink. I have never seen Jordan wink. And to be honest, I wish I could never see it again, but we're going to see it every night for the next three weeks. So buckle in. Um, but yeah, I... I'm surprised that he said no to the record scratch, but said yes to winking. Then, of course, the, the, the celebrities started to be introduced and we saw the helicopters and my heart sank a bit because, I mean, Jordan, he's already said he has many, many fears. Heights and helicopters he is not keen on at all. But it then turned out that he was spared doing the helicopter fly-in. But perhaps actually looking back at it he might have preferred the helicopter in comparison to what he then actually had to do. Oh, see, I don't know. I, For me, helicopters genuinely terrify me. Mm. I mean, I, I, I think the closest I've been to any sort of phobia, I have managed to get off the, back, the other side of it, but the closest I've come is flying. Do you not like flying? I completely back anyone with a fear of, of that because it just, it just doesn't seem to work in my mind. So I think when we saw those helicopters sort of, well... 
crossing the Welsh landscape, which isn't as exciting as the Australian landscape, I'd say, but still quite exciting. I was absolutely just couldn't wait for Jordan getting in one to see what that was like. But he got away with it. They spared him. He did. He did. But and and then but sort of the biggest challenge for Jordan, you know, forget the helicopters, is he had to read something, Um, (laughs) which, as we all know from this podcast, sometimes that's his biggest struggle. Well, how would we have reacted if they'd put trepidation into the script? (laughs) (laughs) But alas, they didn't. They put a quite easy script. They, They must have known who was reading it because he got through it better than he has read a script ever for me. Well, we assume so. That bit was pre-recorded. They could have, a bit like you, they could have got rid of uh, 500 takes before that. Yeah, well, the the, the and Divas, we, we say this on a live tour, I think, that he'll often say, cut that, Ben, or whatever. Um, the amount of times I've had to cut Jordan messing up an intro to this podcast, you would not believe. Mm. Maybe I owe it to the and Divas to sort of root around the archive and, and, and show them how much I've had to edit out in those past years. We get to the abseiling. He doesn't want to let the side down. You can see that he is trying in all his might to pluck up his courage to go through with it. The the Burnley badge is spurring him on and he was violently ill. He, God bless him, and I was slightly shocked that they even showed that. I thought they might have a tasteful cutaway. Well, I did. I did actually. Yeah, I did get a, a comment on my on my image of Jordan being sick on the Sexed My Boss Instagram hmm. saying that I shouldn't have posted it. So if that does offend anyone, then I, I do apologise. Um, but I think it's hilarious. And you've watched this programme a lot more than I have. Is anybody normally violently ill and coming out with a reaction before they've even got into the gear to do a trial? I, to be honest, I've, I don't remember anything like that happening. Um, obviously, I'm very much focused on Jordan in a way that I haven't been focused on an individual in the in the jungle slash castle for, mm, for mm. the whole thing. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, being sick before you even start, the noises, the fact that they kept playing their microphone during everything that was going on. It reminds me of when we were on tour and his microphone was switched off and I didn't sort it out when he had a go at me. If only that had happened <laughs> during that moment. <laughs> he had a right go he at did. you. He fell out for about four hours. Happy. Although, it's just uh, something did go through my mind. Just before he was violently ill... They did ask him to give his age. Now, do you think him actually having to finally admit what his age might have been meant that that produced that that chemical reaction in his stomach that he threw up? That he finally, on national television, had to admit that he wasn't quite the sprightly thing that he likes to tell people he is. I'm 21! (laughs) You did a very funny tweet. Jordan's age when he first started working on Radio 1, 25. Jordan's age now, 21. You do the math. Um, but God bless him, he did it. He he wobbled down a bit, down, down the mountain, but he did it. And I think for Jordan, that will be a huge accomplishment and something that he can be proud of. If he goes no further, and you know it all looks like he will, because he's got another, another um, trial coming up, he, he's doing marvellously well. Yeah, I mean, this is the first, uh, first example of... Like genuinely, again, I've been taking the mickey and saying that I obviously want Jordan to do things, which I do, but I think I can say it in in jest because I know that he he will get through it and he'll do it in such a a way that we'll all fall in love with. Yeah. Seeing him absolutely petrified in that way, yeah, on on the one hand, it's slightly worrying, it's it's concerning for a friend. At the same time, it's really, really funny. Um, But the best thing is that he gets through it 
he's putting a brave face on it. He's trying to smile. He loves smiling. He's trying to get that smile out, even though it's probably the hardest thing that he can do in the world at that point. And he gets down to the bottom. He, he gets... He gets a lovely, some lovely messages from Mo Farah, Sir Mo Farah. Yes, he was, he was very happy to, to, to sort of go into Sir Mo's embrace. Although, do you, actually, it was, it was odd as to how they all got down that uh, cliff face in Wales. Because do you, do you know how you usually get down a cliff face in Wales? I'm sure you'll tell me. Carefully. <laughs> oh, is that Jordan's joke of the week? <laughs> No, it's better than Jordan's joke of the week. No, I have to thank my friend Adam for sending me that one, uh, and I thought that was quite funny. Um, but it was—they were all very supportive of him, which is nice. And actually, he is seemingly at this stage. I mean, I say seemingly; it's not a surprise to us because he's—he's he's lovely. They're all getting along quite well, and they're all getting on quite well with Jordan as well. The first major interaction that I know you were excited for, and I was to see if it was actually mentioned, was when he saw Victoria Derbyshire. Yes. Now, he he used to work at Five Live, and, and Victoria Derbyshire also used to work at Five Live, and uh, Jordan used to make her cups of tea. He was a researcher runner, and uh, and obviously now he's he's sort of competing alongside her, and they're, they're on the same level pegging. Well, I actually thought it was quite inspiring that, that Jordan, who obviously had been making tea for Victoria Derbyshire all those years ago... Oh, yes. I'm now in a position that I'm making Jordan... Tea. So, five years' time, hashtag get behind Ben, yes please. <laughs> and just before we move on, there's another lovely moment with Jordan and Bev. Yes. Beverly Callard, who was in Corrie. I didn't know much about her. Liz McDonald, I'm told. There we go. Um, they seem to be getting quite close already. Yes. Which is nice. Jordan got very, very touchy-feely, inadvertently, because again... There was him trying to help somebody without really realising that really he should have asked for consent before he basically thrust his hands down her pockets. But he, he seems to be doing really well and the, the, the environment that he is in, and, and I think a huge draw for a lot of people watching this show, is what on earth were ITV going to do with this programme now they can't do it in Australia for this year? Maybe from future years, who knows? Um, and it looked... I mean, as far as I'm aware, because I haven't watched it for, for ages, it looked amazing. Wales has never looked so good. Yeah, the whole set was just stunning. I mean, that castle, the sort of wide image, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter, in the sort of surrounding area, is just stunning. I think that place, as soon as lockdown allows or, or whatever allows, is going to be full of... I want to go. We need to go. We, me and you, we should go as soon as we can when Jordan's as far away from that as possible. Um, but then the inside of it, I think all of the celebs were very excited. I was very excited. Completely new surroundings. Is, is it a... Is, Anton Deck. We haven't even mentioned Anton Deck, but they got the map out, which was very exciting. Is it always that big? It seemed to me that the, the sort of the general area that they all have to explore and to live in seems a lot bigger. I thought it was really, on, in Australia, it was quite small. See, you always have the camp, then you have the dunny, which is the toilet, or the loo, sorry. There's a lookout area, I think, obviously the place where they go to talk to the camera. I think there's a bit by the river, there's a waterfall. So there's, there's all these different bits, but I don't think they ever really quantify where that is. Or maybe they have, but I haven't been aware of it, where this year they're like, this is how it works, and they've got the different, the system for the heating which I to be honest was probably tweeting through so I didn't quite understand what was going on there but no well, I didn't understand it either they'll probably explain it again um but yeah I th- I agree I think they've got a lot more elements but I guess 
they've they've got an opportunity there to do something exciting and to me it is very exciting yeah they've obviously saved loads of money not getting any return flights to australia and they're just using it to make everything brilliant which for me and i think the general reception that i've seen is that it's just great i'm really excited jordan seemed very very impressed with everything he saw. <laughs> i mean meet jordan <laughs> oh it's actually a proper castle <laughs> Yeah, what what is he doing? I said, well, yes. I mean, we knew that you knew we knew that in like July when they announced it. There were photos released as if as if he sort of thought maybe it wouldn't be a castle. When they were doing the tour, they went up into the the bathroom, and did you notice Ben? Camp Young Jordan did a slight slightly came out of himself when he saw that shower game. Oh, that shower curtain seen better days. Right, give it another go, come on. If it was Jordan, he'd get you to do it properly. So take a second, let's get Camp Young Jordan. Channel, channel him. Oh, that shower curtain seen better days. It just needs a squirt and a wipe. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> and he also pointed out a, sh- a chaise long, which was quite funny. Yeah, there was a chaise, as he came in, he said, it's actually a castle. A chaise long. I don't think there's a chaise long, but he thought there was one. No, it was it was just a stone bench. <laughs> Isn't it weird, Ben, to think that as you and I sit here, me and my lovely, cosy West London flat with a executive back passage, you in East London with pots and pans, that our friend Jordan has probably got snakes crawling all over him. <laughs> I mean... It is funny. It's going to be very funny, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I can't wait to see which snakes join him and how many. I think snakes are, are something that horrify a lot of people. Jordan, I think, said that they were her top three fears. I think it was height, so he's done that and was sick straight away before he even got to it. Snakes were second, I think. And he's going to be stuck in some sort of viper vault. He, he, can't, he can't do enclosed spaces. He's never got in a lift. I used to live on the 17th floor in Manchester. He never got in the lift. He visited me for six years in that flat. He not—he never once went in the lift. He is now going to be in a locked box, which is bad enough, and then you add in the snakes. Oh, God, it's terrifying. So, yeah, so we, we've... And I now I've said this out loud, I feel really bad that I voted for him. Well, yeah, we, we, we're sort of mentioning it, but not really describing it. So basically what happened was during the show, Anton Deck offered up that you could vote for tonight's trial. Yes. And at that point, we mobilised the troops. <laughs> we said, hashtag get behind Jordan. And we made sure everyone voted for Jordan. Um, and lo and behold, the G&D was delivered. And Jordan was selected for the Viper Vault trial, which we will be viewing tonight. Um, and he's doing and that with with the actor Shane Ritchie as well. And from the looks of, of what we can see of the trial, they haven't quite uh, told us the criteria. You've probably got to get some um, stars through a box in it while snakes crawl all over you, locked in what is a glorified coffin. Uh, in fact, it's, it is it is a coffin, basically, with a, with a safe vault thing on top. In the ground, in Wales, on TV, all in the name of Light Entertainment. Yeah, and I cannot be happier. The thing is, in Australia, I feel like everything's worse in the cold. So when you're, like, uncomfortably cold, it's obviously going to be worse. So, yes, in Australia it's bad enough, but in Wales, you're in Wales. 
He, uh, when he got voted to do Viper Vault, he, he, he was a complete liar. He was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm doing it. You're not. Oh, bless him. You're not. You're just oh, saying that so to, to, to appear nice because you're you're so nervous. He realises now, he, he knows, he is such a I'm a celebrity fan. If you get voted, I feel like if you get voted for that first trial, the odds that you are then voted for the second and the third and the fourth are like, they're just so high. Because he's just such good good entertainment, and it started as soon as as soon as he took to the screen. For me, and I'm very biased. He was the star of the show. Well, it was a action packed first night. There was a lot of Jordan. There was a lot for everybody. There was a lot going on. Um, we, I, I mean, we can't wait to see what tonight's episode brings. So make sure, Gene Levers, that you are subscribed to this podcast. Sometimes iTunes and other apps unsubscribe you for a while. Um, So make sure you are subscribed so you get our daily episodes uh, when you wake up. We want you to wake up with producer Ben and I right next to you. It's the stuff of dreams. We also want you to spread the word about Sex with My Boss. So tell your friends, tell your family, use the hashtag GetBehindJordan and leave a review. In a moment, it's time for Mother North and we'll be answering a critical question I know many of you will have been thinking regarding Jordan's skylight. We'll be back after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome back to the first of our daily special episodes. And now that Jordan has thrown up on national television, that sponsorship deal with Gaviscon for our next series is practically a done Deal. Before we welcome Wendy, Jordan's mother, onto the podcast, another special guest who will be joining us for these special episodes is Jordan's housemate, Joe. Now, for those of you who have listened to this podcast before or heard Jordan on Radio 1, you'll know that he has a habit of leaving his bedroom skylight open, meaning his bed and bedding is wet through. And 
many people have been tweeting over the past few days concerned that he may have gone all the way off to Wales and not closed it. So, just to make sure, it's time for the news. Not Sky News, but Sky Light News. Hello, Joe. Hello to you, William. I can confirm that the skylight is indeed closed. Flatmate Joe, Skylight News, Jordan's room. Joe, thank you. Now, for every episode of this castle-themed special series, I'll be joined by another member of hashtag Team Jordan to laugh, cry or cringe at his castle capers. And today, I'm pleased to welcome North A-Lister, Jordan's mum, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. Hello, everybody. I'm a little bit nervous, but so excited for Jordan. Yes, well, we're all excited for Jordan. How did you react when Jordan told you that he was going to be on the programme? Oh, my word. Well, he called me up, and his dad was actually here at the t- time, and he said to me, you'll never guess where I'm going. So I said, because obviously we've got COVID, I said, well, not nowhere much, actually, at the moment, <laughs> with the COVID being on the cards. And he said, no... I'm going on I'm a Celebrity. I thought, oh, I can't believe it. So once we picked ourselves up off the floor and poured a big glass of wine, I thought, hmm, shopping trip, Australia, Versace (laughs) Hotel, I'm on it. Then he brought me down to earth and said, no, Mum, it's in Wales. Yes, maybe not quite the same from, from that side of things. Not really, no. I think the shopping trip, not swimwear, maybe Wellingtons and Thermals mm. for Wales. Yes, and they've got a nice nice John Lewis in Cardiff. I mean, I think that's the other end of Wales. But the Versace Hotel, they don't have, alas. Obviously, you know Jordan better than anybody. He is scared of everything. That is right. So where does he get those fears from? Are you scared of those sort of snakes, rats and closed spaces? Is it Graham? Is it someone else in your family? I think he gets his fear of um, snakes, creepy crawlies, rats, and other rodent type things off his dad and his brothers. I think he gets his fear of hearts, flying, and ghosts off me. So <laughs> it's oh, a combination, wow. really. Have you ever? Do you have you seen ghosts? Well, the thing is, whenever we move property, Jordan was always convinced that we had a ghost in every house that we lived in. And when he actually went to uni, he got one of his uni friends who was studying religion to bless his halls of residence. Yes, because he thought he was visited by a gay ghost, didn't he? That's right, yes, he did. They had holy water and everything. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what he's going to do in the castle. No, he's uh, he's not going to do very well from, from that side of things. Do you think sort of when he leaves the castle, eventually he will have overcome all those fears, or do you think they'll be worse? Um... Not sure. No, I think they'll be heartened knowing Jordan, but let's wait and see. When Jordan told you and and then told you that he was absolutely going in, Jordan shared with us that you then were obviously super proud, and and we know that. You were then sending lots of photos of him as a child to him. Were there any particular ones that that you liked or thought, oh gosh, look, you could see at their age four, he was destined for I'm a Celebrity? (laughs) Um, I mean, I've got lots of fond um, memories of um, Jordan. One, I don't know whether I actually sent a photo of this. One of the fondest memories was when that himself and Dominic was in the um, school pantomime at Christmas and Dominic was the town crier and he came out three times too early and Jordan had to reel him back in. 
But we knew then that Joe didn't have star quality. He stole the show. He's just always been an all-round entertainer. He's very humble. He's just... Uh, how can I put it? It's just Jordan. He's just natural. He doesn't put an act on or anything like that. Um, he's a little bit scatty in his thoughts, a bit like myself. Very humble, <laughs> but such a loving, caring person. Yeah, he is, and that's that's what we all love about him. Um, as a child, did you ever take Jordan or any of his brothers, or Jordan in particular? Did you ever take them to any castles or ruins? I mean, how does he even like castles? We actually did go quite, to quite a few castles, but the one that sticks out in my memory is Richmond Castle when we was on a school field trip. I volunteered to help out on the trip, which was fine. It was all going amazingly. And then we got to the top of the parapet, and I just froze because it was so high. In fact, I was that scared, I weed a little bit. And I couldn't move. <laughs> I couldn't move. I couldn't move. And I had all these classmates gridlock behind me, going slightly blue with hypothermia. Jordan had to get down the back of the steps and bring the teacher up to rescue me. I was put on the school bus in shame. And he actually banned me from school trips for about two years after that. <laughs> Can I do the podcast with you forever? <laughs> Let's replace Jordan. As a child, was he a fussy eater? How do you think he'll fare with all the Bush Tucker trials? Not so much a fussy eater, but he, he did used to be um, very determined in what he, what he wanted to eat and what he didn't want to eat. I remember one instance... Um, we were actually, we'd been out, I think, to the park or something, and we all decided we was going to McDonald's, but Jordan wanted to go to Pizza Hut. So we all went in McDonald's. He actually refused to come inside, and he was pacing up and down for the whole time that we sat there <laughs> and ate our McDonald's. I mean, I suppose, really, we should have compromised, but the majority won. Yeah, and he was a child. You know, don't, don't, don't pander too much to children. Exactly, and that's where he is, where he is today. <laughs> So do you think if he's presented with, I don't know, you know, a, a witchetty grub or a vomit fruit or anything like that, he's just going to refuse to, to consume it? Or do you think he will sort of uh, take one for the team? I think he'll take on the challenge, but he has got a very strong git factor, a bit like myself, actually. So that could be quite funny. Anything strong smelling or anything like that. He's got a strong what? Git, you know. Bleh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. okay. In Lancashire, that's gip. I like it, gip. I wonder what what the Welsh for it is. <laughs> Something with no vowels in it, probably. You do know that Jordan's, um, well, half Welsh, is, or a quarter. Is he? Yes, his granddad was Welsh. Oh, on which side? Um, his dad's side. Gosh, Okay. So maybe he'll. It's like it's like a homecoming for him. Exactly, he's got quite a strong Welsh contingency in Wales, all on side. Has he ever shown growing up? Did he ever show any sort of overt Welsh tendencies? Did was he sort of naturally gravitated towards sheep, or did he particularly like eating leeks? Um, not that I can think of. No, um, we did once wake up and we had a garden full of sheep. Oh. Um, I don't know whether they were gravitating towards us towards us because of our Welsh connection. <laughs> now, you, you, Wendy, have got a mention from Jordan in one of his interviews before he went in. He said the reason he said yes to doing it was because you wanted a new kitchen, or, or indeed in Spain, as it would be called, a cocina. Um, what sort of cocina would you like? 
Um, well, I want to move away from the cathena and maybe have quite a modern kitchen. Um, it's mainly all my appliances. They're absolutely abysmal. So I have had a little chat with Jordan and I've already got through a few brochures, actually, like Mrs. Baquet with the brochures. And I have been looking at <laughs> appliances and worktops and things like that, just to be on the safe side, then I'm prepared. And so which which appliance, if you had to pick one appliance, which appliance is he uh, is he doing it for the most? Um, well, he knows it wouldn't be the cooker because that's not one of my strong points. Oh. So, although I am very good at Angel Delight, as you know. Yes, I do. It would probably be the dishwasher because it's a labour-saving device. It is, yes. We're all for that. Obviously, Jordan is from the north. We're very aware of that. But for the last uh, year or two, he has lived in London. Have you noticed any changes in him since he's become a Londoner? Um, yes, I think he's softened a little bit. I think he's got some of the London shine on him. But I still think he's got the true northern grit. So I think he's got a little bit of both now, actually. And will that true northern grit keep him warm? Because he, it's going to be very cold in uh, in Wales. Well, the thing is, I don't like to diss Jordan because I love him to bits. But mm. he's a right bitch when he's cold. <laughs> don't tell him I said that. <laughs> The beauty of this is, Wendy, he won't be hearing this, so we can say whatever we like. <laughs> I'm thinking, cheers, Mum. <laughs> OK, so how, how does he react more? You know, give, can you give us an example of when he is cold? Well, he just, he just doesn't talk to anybody. He just goes in on himself and he just doesn't talk to anybody oh. and moves himself away. So that might be quite tricky around the campfire. Yes. Yeah, OK, he'll, he'll have to sit on the campfire in order to warm up um obviously we we can't none of us can talk to jordan because he is he is now in in the castle he went into blackout a week before the show started if you could though tell him something now what would you say i'd say jordan love you to bits so proud of you three ticks stay warm stay safe and stay in because my new kitchen needs you (laughs) you're doing it for the dishwasher yeah, <laughs> you're doing it for the dishwasher. I'm after a new dishwasher, actually, as well. So maybe if he does, maybe there's a buy one, get one free offer. Exactly, that could work, couldn't it? You don't happen to want a Miele or a Bosch dishwasher, do you? Um, or Neff, yeah. I'm, oh, Neff? I'm, I'm open to options. Yeah, Jordan can get you a new Neff. Before we, before we let you go, Wendy, in honour of Jordan's really awful jokes, which he sometimes tells, dad jokes... Um, we have dug into our Sexted My Boss archive to replay some of Jordan's jolly jokes of the week. Uh, what do you think, Wendy, to this Jordan joke? It was hard getting over my addiction to the hokey cokey, but I've turned myself around and that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> that is a typical dad joke. It is. You laughed. I mean, I that good on you. That's, you either found that very funny or a very good actress. That's awful. Well, Wendy, thank you so much indeed for talking to us. We really appreciate it. And I'm sure if, if we may, we might check in with you uh, later on in, in the programme. Yeah, brilliant. I'd like that. All good support for Jordan. And I cannot wait to see what's on tonight's show. Ben, do you think as he lies there in that glorified coffin with snakes crawling over him, he'll think, I should have stayed and done Series 6 of Sexted. It would have been so much better than this. Well, I mean, there is a case to say it'd probably be more challenging to work with me for another series, but who knows? Yes, true. 
do you want a slimy, slippery creature? No, the, the jokes write themselves. Um, anyway, on our Help I Sex at My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here special tomorrow, our special guest is Kerry Katona. Apparently, she once did the adverts for Iceland, so I'll be looking forward to asking her all about her travel tips to Reykjavik tomorrow. In the meantime, please keep using the hashtag GetBehindJordan and make sure you follow at SexAdMyBoss because we'll be retweeting your support. We'll be back tomorrow with more, but until then, say goodbye, Ben. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.